Twin Flames is a podcast created by best friends and Twin Flames, Chloe and Hillary, about personal development, shifting the perspective, and getting in touch with the best version of yourself. Chloe is a practicing eclectic witch, entrepreneur, and clairvoyant. Hillary is a mindfulness expert, happiness educator, and practicing therapist trainee. We combine our strengths and knowledge to bring you the best of what we've found has been helpful to us on our respective journeys. Oh my gosh, Hillary. I went to my favorite crystal shop this week. Yes. And ha- like, uh, I love crystals, first of all. They're just like, <laughs> they just look magical. Like, it's true. why is not everybody on this bandwagon? I don't know. I do feel like they're becoming more popular, though. I think so. So I went in there with the intention of specifically picking up a rose quartz pie stone. Which pie stone, if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's like basically a circular crystal that's usually been shaped that way with a hole in the middle. Hmm. And it's so you can put it on a necklace. Some people just, I don't know what they do with them, okay? Like there's there's witchy uses too that I'm not privy to. But <laughs> um, usually you can like put them on a necklace that way. And that was what I wanted to do because I was wearing one that was my husband's that was a uh, – uh, what was it called? Some black stone that like wards off stuff. I don't know. I can't think mm. of it right now. Escapes me. Went in there with the specific intention. Picked up so many different rose quartz pie stones. Nothing was clicking. Mm. And I looked around the store and the like I kept being called to red gold stone specifically. Mm. Like every time I felt a pull to something, it was always that crystal. But I couldn't find any like jewelry or crystals that really spoke specifically mm-hmm. and then right when i was about to leave and call it quits i came across the necklace that i ended up with which was a pie stone on a string wow. that like it was already in necklace formation and i looked up what like the metaphysical use for this one was yeah. and it was all about like grounding yourself and like putting yourself in a more elevated pot up uh, positive place and not an anxiety and also like helping you to be like very ambitious and courageous in the things that you do which was exactly what I needed wow oh my gosh I love that oh I love that so much and it's so cool to like walk into one of those shops and because you do you like you look around and you think oh wow things are really pretty but there's some things that really like call to you and there's some that's like oh it's a pretty stone Right? You know? (laughs) And I think what made me think about this to talk to you about it right now was there was a necklace that I picked up that was – it was uh, rose quartz. Sorry. Couldn't brain. It was rose quartz (laughs) and it reminded me (laughs) – Couldn't brain. Sorry. Sorry. Couldn't brain. (laughs) I fucking love you. I'm sorry. Please continue. I know there was more to that. Um, I picked up this rose quartz necklace and it reminded me of your Buddha necklace because it was a little like figurine on a necklace that was made of rose quartz, but it was like the female goddess symbol. Ooh, And I lovely. loved it. And I think I may go back and get it at some point, but on this specific day, it was not meant for me and I could tell. I was like, nope, this is not the time. I love this, but it's not... Yeah. Like intuitively speaking to me, when I was trying to feel it, I couldn't pick anything up off of it. Totally. Oh my gosh. And that stuff happens. I don't know about you, but that kind of stuff happens all the time where I'm like, yeah? nah, the feelings are real and they are <laughs> so directive. <laughs> right? And I like that even kind of speaks to like synchronicity in our last episode to a degree because I kept, which by the way, if you haven't listened to that, Go listen to it, please. Oh my gosh, it's so it was so fun to talk about. Like it was so fun. I hope it's as fun to listen to. Yes. <laughs> um, but that same stone, crystal, whatever, kept like putting itself in my path. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then when I finally found the right piece, I was like, Oh yeah, this is mine. I can't leave without this. Yes. So just, oh. I don't know. I, I don't know if you it. ever like super get that way in crystal stores, but I get that way like literally everywhere I go, Chloe. <laughs> it's it's fucking constant where it's like I'm pulled to something or I have a feeling that something is for me or it's not for me or like like it's just fucking constant. It can happen anywhere. It's 
kind of ridiculous sometimes, to be honest with you, <laughs> where I've literally had people tell me, okay, well, I think you should just buy whatever it is, because knowing you, if you don't get it, you'll talk about it for the rest of the day. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Because it just sticks with me, like, if it's something that resonates, you know? I agree with that, 100%. (sighs) This is, like, so on point, too. Because, like, our topic (laughs) is exactly this. It's it's feeling into things. Yes. Which I'm really excited about. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, basically, today we wanted to talk about feeling into things. Honest to God, like, I'm, like, beyond excited to talk about this i love feelings <laughs> i mean like how can that you just not? makes me think about mean girls where she's like i just want to bake a cake and so we can all eat it made out of rainbows and smiles and then damien's like she doesn't even go here i feel like yes. you are that girl making the cake though like you right. are the one who wants to give everybody the rainbow smile cake yes i do <laughs> take the rainbow smile cake and then they're like do you even go here she's like no I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. So that is that is Hillary's spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we have this poem that we wanted yes. to share with you all to start because it just something about it really just resonates Ugh. with this topic. Um I I don't know who the author of this poem is and I feel really bad about that, but I'm sorry, I just don't know. The title, I do know, the title is You Are Oceanic. So here's how it it goes. All she wanted was to find a place to stretch her bones, a place to lengthen her smiles and spread her hair, a place where her legs could walk without cutting and bruising, a place unchained. She was born out of ocean breath. I reminded her, stop pouring so much of yourself into hearts that have no room for themselves. Do not thin yourself. Be vast. You do not bring the ocean to a river. Oh, I got chills Ugh, just reading me it. Me too. Damn it. I <laughs> fucking love that poem. Ugh. Because like... Hillary, I got so head tingles. I feel like right? when it comes all the way up to my scalp, like that's how I know it really hit hard. <laughs> right? There's just so much in that. And I think my favorite part of it is you do not bring an ocean to a river. You know, exactly. you don't. Ah, you just something. made it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's just there. Because <laughs> it's like you don't take something expansive and broad and complex and incredible and reduce it down to this narrow stream, right? Exactly. And I feel like that's kind of what we're talking about with emotions. So, like, I, I really want to start first by actually talking about what emotions are and i know that seems kind of weird because it's like we we know (laughs) right but do we really (laughs) do we so like oh my gosh that's the most andrew thing i've said all day my husband (laughs) do we really though it really is that was fantastic you like channeled him right there it's great (laughs) (laughs) so like the coolest thing i think about emotions that i've ever learned is that emotions are adaptive in fact everything about humans is adaptive even if it seems like it's not like working in our favor there's a reason that things come about so for instance um we tend to demonize emotions that are we consider negative so things like anger we think anger is bad and we shouldn't feel anger not necessarily anger just like all emotions serves a purpose um and i think in a previous podcast i used this same example where imagine take for instance the civil rights movement there is a lot of anger behind that oh yeah you know anger can be used as a driving force to make change when something isn't right anger is one of the ways that we know that something isn't right um and it may be an external thing it may be an internal thing the point is it serves a purpose all emotions serve some sort of purpose um if anyone's listening and has not seen inside out yet Oh, oh my gosh. I haven't seen it in forever, but I it was good. I loved so it. So good. And they portray this really well in that movie because Joy at the beginning says, you know, she's introducing all the other emotions and she's like, oh yeah, disgust basically keeps Riley from being poisoned. And, you know, she goes through each one. Fear keeps her from dying, you know, <laughs> um, all kinds of stuff. 
I'm forgetting anger at the moment, but we already talked yeah. about anger. But then she gets to sadness and she goes, I I don't know why she's here, but it's fine. Oh. We're fine. And then later in the movie, she realizes that sadness is the reason that people would come to Riley's aid. They would yes. come and help her when she was sad. Sadness served a purpose. And so it's like literally every emotion has a reason. And so when we're talking about feeling into things, and we're going to talk about it in terms of like emotions and physical things. So why do I just want to watch that movie now? Oh my God, because it's an amazing <laughs> movie. It's so good. I haven't seen it since it came out and I really need to watch it again. It's like really fucking good. I watched it recently and was like, oh, yes, this is why I love it. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, basically, emotions serve a purpose. They're all adaptive everything about humans is adaptive that's why we're so fucking cool yeah. um but i also want to talk about how like things are on a spectrum or a continuum so there's like two opposing ends and then there's a lot of in between right yes i tend to see feeling and feeling into things on one end of the spectrum and on the other end of that same spectrum is like numbing or avoiding you know, the absence of feeling. Yes. But there is a shitload in between, and you can fluctuate from one pole to the other. You can be in the middle. You can be closer to one side than the other. There's a lot of variability. Um, so with this, start where you are. We're going to talk about feeling into things, and it's yes. it's kind of going to weave about wherever it goes. Yes. It's kind of <laughs> like a lot of our podcast topics. We just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... We hope you get something out of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Really hope so. <laughs> um, so I really want to talk about, I mean, always, you know, lots of storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to talk about how I kind of came about without even knowing that this is what I was doing. And I'm sure I've been doing it other times in my life. But the real, the break moment hmm. was actually after the death of my sister mm. uh she passed away in the fall of 2017 and i death just kind of does that kind of thing to you like when it's somebody that really mattered to you it does it makes you look at your life and say damn what a, what needs to change absolutely and i would say for most people if i mean i could see where that could also go down a very different pathway but we're not going there today not today um, <laughs> but Something that I realized without even, not even that I was conscious of doing it. I started looking at all the little parts of my life and saying, okay, what's not working? What's mm. not working and how does it make me feel? And if it makes me feel bad, that's okay. But I'm going to start moving away from those things or getting rid of certain things that like, don't get me wrong, take the lessons, take the introspection, take, mm -hmm. take what you need to from those feelings, but then release it if it's not serving you anymore. Mm. And I feel like my entire 2018 was actually spent feeling into things. I was feeling into relationships and then letting them go if they were not the right ones. I was feeling into my own dietary needs. I was feeling into, um, I mean, I even started therapy in 2018. So I was mm -hmm. feeling into my own emotions and saying, okay, it's finally time for this. Um, even in my job, I was like, okay, what, what feels good and what that my job probably more than anywhere else like I do YouTube for a living my links are always down below of course um but asking myself what do I actually want to do with this platform what do I actually want to bring to people what makes me feel good to send out to others and basically it was really pulling the chain on a lot of it and being like okay I'm not doing this anymore I'm not doing this anymore I'm not doing this anymore and it was scary but feeling into those parts of this is actually how I want to live things out and do them. Mm. Um, so that was a big part of it. But I also want to talk a little bit about um, my experience with yoga and meditation because mm. they're kind of an on-off consistent – they're unconsistently consistent <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that I actually do really feel into them. Like, I won't lie. I do think sometimes I need to try to feel a little harder into them as in being a little more consistent. But when I actually sit down and do the practice of yoga, I don't put a restriction on it. I don't say 
And I've, I've tried. And the times that I've tried is when it doesn't work. Mm. I've tried to say, okay, I'm going to do this many sun salutations and I'm going to build on that, which is not a bad practice. But mm. I've noticed I get so much more out of my practice if I just feel my body. And instead of trying to force it to do something for me or say, this is where I need to be by this amount of time. And this could go with your entire body with whatever you want to accomplish. Hell yeah. Instead of putting such like a limit on it, just feeling into what your body needs because it already knows. You already know exactly what you need. And if you just allow yourself to say, okay, where do I need to pull today? What do I need to stretch today? Where is my body feeling those things? Mm. And go into your yoga practice that way. Not only are you going to get so much more out of it, but it's going to feel better when you're done. And imagine being able to do that every time you roll out the mat. Mm. Like if you're going to be so much more successful if you don't make it not about feeling. And recently, like yesterday, I came across this. It's so weird that this is the topic that came out today. (laughs) I actually tried doing that with meditation because I always put a timer and I'm like, okay, we're going to meditate for this amount of time. Mm -hmm. And instead I just put on my freaking ocean waves that I like to meditate with. And I said, no, I'm going to meditate until I feel like I don't want to anymore. And I just, I used a stopwatch just so I could kind of gauge. Sure. And I meditated for about seven minutes and that was enough for me on that day. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes I don't feel into things and I stress how it's supposed to be. And that actually makes me A, not want to consciously do them or B, I I just don't do them at all. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't always facilitate the appropriate growth that I'm seeking when I'm not just allowing things to come in as they want to. Totally. I mean, well, it's like having this, it's like when the focus is on the external, you know, the outside shoulds and expectations and obligations and things that we think we need to be doing because of some external standard we're trying to meet. Exactly. It doesn't feed us as much as if we key into our own internal needs and wants and drives, you know? Yes. Yeah. So that makes complete sense to me. Like, I love that. (laughs) And what a beautiful way to start your day, too. Yes. You know? Like, I'm going to start things by feeling. In that way. Honoring yourself. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. I love it. Oh, so good. (laughs) So good. And you brought up a really good point, too. Um, You said that when you started um, making these changes based on what you were feeling, it was scary. Oh, yeah. Totally scary. I felt like I was running around blind. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And I think that's that's important to note because – so, Chloe, you and I have been doing these things – I mean, I don't want to say an extremely long time, but like, no, but it feels like it's been a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the more you do something, the more practice you have with it. And so the better it's going to get, the easier it's going to get. Yes. So I think it's really important to note that like, <laughs> I can say from experience when I personally started feeling into things, it was not easy. It was frightening and it was hard and it was uncomfortable and I did not like it. No. (laughs) Right? And I had like, I feel like in all of those stories I gave you, I had to do a lot of really uncomfortable either unlearning Mm -hmm. or things that made me really anxious, even though I knew it was the right thing to do. Like, oh my gosh, eight, well, it's not a side story, it pertains, short story, um, (laughs) And I don't mind talking about this at all because this literally affects my life so little now and I don't even keep in contact with the person. So without naming names or anything, I had an experience right after that, right after that passing of my sister, like that winter, Mm -hmm. I had an experience where there was somebody I knew. I felt so hard into this and I have known it. I had known it for years. Mm -hmm. There was somebody that I 100% had to let go of. Mm -hmm. And... Even to this day, I have like zero regrets because I just, it was the right decision. Like zero regrets whatsoever. And they weren't a bad person. It wasn't Mm -mm. like that. Just not right for me. Yeah. And I will never forget, we actually did it over a text message correspondence, which is not always the best way to do things. (laughs) But um, 
we did it over a text message correspondence and I was about, she like came back at me and like lashed out at me for just trying to express my feelings. Mm. And I did so in a very calm, gentle manner. And I remember getting her responses and I was immediately about to like let my anxiety override and Mm. say, okay, Chloe, just start apologizing. It's going to be okay. And right in that moment, it was the cloudiest motherfucking day I had ever seen that year. The sun just like peeked through my windows and my whole body, like my body reacted, my intuition reacted and said, no, like that is not how you're supposed to handle this. This is the right time. Do what you need to do. And oh my God, chills. I just knew at that very pivotal moment, I was like, no, this is where it has to go because I, I know, like, I just know that this is no longer serving me. And even mm-hmm. though it sucks and I don't want to do this, I have to. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And that's amazing. again, that's the, like, there were a few people that that happened with over the next year, but that is the one that I've never regretted. I've never thought twice about it. Like intuitively, I knew that that was how it had to be. Absolutely amazing. Oh, I love that. It's just... And I think it was because I allowed myself to feel into it. That was why. <laughs> I think you're right. And that's that's exactly what I was thinking is like, it's that knowing that we always talk about, you know? Yes. And I mean, I don't know. I think there's a part of us that knows what we need. And I mean, I, I'll, I'll speak for myself. When I when I was much younger and for a good portion of my life, um, I was not this like feely person that I am now who trusts their intuition and is like, you're amazing and everyone's wonderful. <laughs> like I was not that person, you know? I mean, Chloe, you knew you were there. Yes, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... we kind of weaved. We kind of weaved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's how twin flames do, you know? Oh, totally. And so like, I can say that for me, there was a long period of time where I wasn't really allowing myself to feel. Feelings were too painful or they were taboo in some way. And I think our highly sensitive person episode speaks a lot to this. Um, Yes. (laughs) And, you know, there's a lot more that I could say, but to keep it brief, um, I lived very much in my head and not in my heart and not in my gut and not in my body. It was all logic and thought and very um, linear. Um, And, you know, I I got to this point in my life where kind of the same sorts of damaging experiences consistently came up in my reality, in my world. And I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. And I think we've talked about how this works in our manifestation and law of attraction episode too, um, because that's (laughs) what was happening for me. Our podcasts are just like building blocks off of each other. So really just go back and listen to the whole cue. Let's be real. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, the manifesting podcast for sure. And so like I was in this, this place where I was emotionally shut down. Because for some reason, emotions have become, um, and I don't think I actively thought of it this way at the time, but looking back, I believe that emotions had become dangerous in my mind. And so rather than step into something that felt dangerous or threatening, I just shut it off. And it was like all logic, you know? And that was not getting me the life that I wanted. It wasn't getting me really anywhere that I wanted to be. It, I've, I was miserable, but I wouldn't let myself feel it, right? And I wasn't doing anything that was like in line with who I was as a person. And truly, I didn't know who I was as a person because I had shut off any kind of feeling yes. relating to that. And so then through a lot of personal work, and by the way, I cannot advocate therapy enough. I don't know if people still have like a stigma against therapy or something or think that it's just for crazy people. I feel like you guys are listening to the wrong people if that's what you think. Right? Like, not to be those biased assholes, but those biased assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because like legitimately all therapy is is providing someone with a safe space in which to process what is going on for them at the time. Yes the fuck is wrong with that right like and so i did a lot of personal work and a lot of it was through therapy um as well as outside of therapy you know yeah but 
through a lot of this personal work, I was able to access what I call my true self, who I am at my core, um, and was able to start feeling again. And I gotta say, Chloe, it was confusing and it was scary and I didn't like it and I didn't want to <laughs> do it. But when I started hearing that inner feeling voice, number one, because I was so shut down, I would try and talk back to it. You know, oh, you shouldn't be feeling this way because X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. That's not what you do with feelings, friends. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and so once I stopped doing that and started going, okay, instead of being judgmental, I got curious, you know? Okay, what is this trying to tell me? Where is this coming from? I wonder what the roots of this are. I wonder how this is coming up now, you know? Things like that. Yeah. That was a huge eye-opener for me, to step into my emotional world and be able to navigate it. And even though it was frightening and I didn't know the terrain, I would take one step after another. And before you know it, I mean, to go with the metaphor, you're in this like lush valley and you're looking around and you're like, oh my God, look at all of the animals and the plants. And like, it's truly oh, amazing. Yes. So, I mean... These are not easy journeys. No. Not at all. But I will say that since figuring out who I am at my core, since keying into my feelings and really leaning into that and getting curious about it, I have somehow managed to create the life and the relationships and the feelings that I have always wanted. And Ugh. that's incredible to me. Same though. <laughs> right? I feel like we could both really speak to that on both of our paths. Like, yeah, it's a fucking game changer. Like, uh, I, I agree. I feel like I now am genuinely surrounded by friends that actually care about me. And yeah. I care about them. Like, it's, it's a mutual love and respect that yeah. I don't think I had from a lot of people. Oh, I agree <laughs> with you there. Like, it's just amazing how I found that everything shifted. Once yes. I shifted, everything yes. shifted. Like, it was just I fucking agree. cool. <laughs> so, I mean, it's really interesting because, like, this feeling into things, it is, it's both physical and it's emotional. And also, why can't it be both? Because I personally have noticed I get physical sensations when I have certain emotions. So how... I think we separate a lot I'm of things we don't need head. to. You guys can't see it. Yes. <laughs> I do that constantly when you're talking and I just I'm like, wait, you guys forget can't that. <laughs> that no one knows that I'm like nodding with you. Someday. Someday <laughs> we'll do live podcasts and you guys will be in the audience supporting us, right? <laughs> oh, how fun would that be? I want to do it. And you could see us. You could see all the funny things that happen. <laughs> all the moments where we have like wide eyes or we look at each other like, Or we huh. have to mute because we start like laughing or sneezing or whatever it might be. Totally have done that. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's fine. Anyway, I just, to me, I think that as a whole, and this is, this may or may not be your reality if you're listening, and that's totally fine. My experience is, as a whole, we tend to cut off our emotions in favor of logic. And oh, yeah. I just see that hurting a lot of people. I don't know. And I have a lot more to say on it, but I'm trying to, like, restrain myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That was my experience with emotions and feeling into things was just... Honest to God, it opened up my whole world when yeah. I started doing it. I, I can say for sure I did not feel fully human. I did not feel that I had full control over my life. I did not feel um, worthy. I did not even feel real during the time that I wasn't connecting to my emotions. I feel the same way. I felt like I just wa I was living for other people. That's what yes. it felt like for me. I was just living for everybody else around me and yeah. not doing anything that was true to me. Absolutely. It's like and, you're and in someone else's world. I was world. doing. 
like yeah. in everything, even in the work I was creating, it was like, okay, what's everybody else doing yeah. on this platform? So this is what I should be doing instead yeah. of stepping out of that box and doing what I wanted to do and not yes. basing it off of everybody else. So, And, it, you know, it takes courage to do that too. It does. It you does. Because you have to be like not really afraid to fail because if you do, you might stop yourself right? from whatever it might be. Oh, that reminds me of this. Oh my gosh, wonderful... this is fortune cookie time. It is fortune cookies coming <laughs> we out. We should have man. like a sound for this. I know it's fortune cookie time, <laughs> like a little cookie breaking open. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> um, but what you just said, it just it reminded me of this Nelson Mandela quote. It says, "I never lose. I either win or learn." Ah, <gasps> uh, fucking yes. love it. Like yes. Ugh. Because that's true. That's it like is. my whole thing on like life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. Oh, I love it. Like it kind it. of runs on that same like thought stream. Yes. And I do believe that. I do believe if you have the attitude of like, I get to experience my feelings instead of I have to experience my feelings or my emotions or whatever. Like it. Right. Coming at it from a positive perspective, that could kind of fall under homework, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's one of those things where like. I don't think it's our default for most no. people, you know, um, but that doesn't mean there's not value in it. Just because we as a society have devalued something does not mean that it holds no value. I agree. Well, and then there's that whole thing of like our current structure is garbage and uh, I could go on. So many and thoughts on and feelings. And on. Oh my and God. This is why I think we haven't done the witch podcast yet because I think it's going to be very biased opinions. <laughs> I have so many fucking thoughts and feelings about the structures in place, but um, it's not what we're here for today, right? This is not the content you signed up for, okay? <laughs> um, oh, God. So, um, I know something we really wanted to bring to the attention before we get into any type of homework is as you're as you're feeling into things. If this is like where you want to head on your journey, which I mean, honestly, you should because it's good for you and it's good for everybody around you. Right. Um, if it causes you to panic or mm -hmm. go into a state of very high anxiety, any type of, I would be willing to say self-harm, any type of. Yeah. So like, like totally anything with panic attacks or um, dissociation or a suicidal mentality, self-harm, like literally anything that's like a crisis situation, anything f that feels like, oh my god, I, I fucking can't, like I can't, that, and I think this is what you're getting to, Chloe, is like, if yes. that happens, it's okay, take a step back and get some support. And I yes. would say personally, like, find a therapist in your area that is affordable or under your... um insurance plan yes and go and talk about it because this is this is what therapists this is what we're trained to do is to be that facilitator and that guide when things become overwhelming you know yes. and there's no shame in it being overwhelming because maybe there's a part of you that was so wounded so early that trying to access your emotions feels truly threatening to your whole system. And that's not your fault. That's your no. body trying to protect you. Now, it's it might be something that you want to go and work on and get support with, but yes. it's not something to feel shame about or to feel badly or to judge yourself for. It's just no, where you're at no. right now, and that's okay. Yes. We just want you all to do this in a very safe, loving environment. <laughs> yes. Um, more so than anything. We want you to be safe and we want you to feel supported and loved in anything that you're doing. Absolutely. And maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're having those feelings that are really, really intense, but you're like, I can't go to therapy for whatever reason. Dude, it's true story. It took me f over five years, even though I knew... That therapy was where I wanted to go and what I needed to do for myself. It took me over five years to actually make the appointment and stick to it. 
Yeah. And that's so honestly, like there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe in the meantime, you find someone really close to you who gets it or someone who's going to be supportive or someone to just listen. And maybe you talk to that person or maybe you start a journal, whether it's like a video journal or writing things or recording yourself. Just however you can get some sort of support. Maybe it's an anonymous message board online. I don't know. I was actually just going to say that, that. Um, I, if I can find any, I will put some stuff down below, but I could almost guarantee you Reddit probably has some subreddits that you could go to because Reddit is both a shithole and a beautiful garden at the same time. So (laughs) you do have to be kind of careful with what you get yourself into, but if I can find anything, I will put it down below, but we'll see. And pro tip, if you are going to be looking for a therapist, check out Psychology Today and you can literally put filters on there so you can only see therapists in your area, only therapists that work with certain things, people who accept certain types of insurance. Like, it makes it so easy. This is how I found my therapist and she is so good. This is like the first time I've ever really had like a true therapy, like sessions, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally don't want to leave. Like, it costs me a little bit more because she's not insured under my Mm -hmm. plan. But I love her so much. And she does. We just jive so well that I couldn't imagine seeing somebody else. Totally. And you want to find someone that you really do, like, connect with. Yes. That's important. So, I mean, all of this is basically to say that this shit is not necessarily easy. And it's for some people it's going to be harder than for others and there's nothing wrong with that but if it gets to the point where you are truly like in crisis you can't do it get some support because the alternative is to just continue to avoid and numb and run away and then you're falling back into the same patterns at least that was my experience is like i had two choices like run toward or run away yeah so i suggest running toward but as you feel it's safe like and supported. a fight or flight kind of thing yeah actually that's exactly what that's like <laughs> it is well because in reality there's something ingrained in your body and your brain that is acting on your survival system your body oh. and brain when you avoid emotions are doing it in a protective fashion because at some point you learned the general you at some point you learned that feeling whatever emotions were there was dangerous to your survival so for instance like say you had an abusive parent i'm taking an extreme example so you had an abusive parent and you were very very young well kids need to be able to attach to their parents and see their parents as loving and safe and supportive figures that's part of their survival So at an early age, this abused child may have this internal conflict of, well, wait, they're supposed to love and protect and support me, but they're hurting me. That doesn't make sense. So something shuts down and shuts off. And that child then believes I am the problem, not the parent, because the parent has to be okay. Right. And so this is why. Then when you start trying to feel things, your whole system is activated and it's like, no, 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 no. You can't feel that. You can't think that. But that's why you need support. (laughs) Teal Swan. I'm going to link her YouTube channel down below because I recommend this lady all the time. She has like multiple videos on what she calls fragmenting. Mm -hmm. where basically like you fragment yourself in those moments. And it's not necessarily conscious or your fault, Mm -hmm. but there's like a piece of you that's like, okay, how can I be, this is like a whole other topic for a whole other time, but like, (laughs) how can I like either fight or flight? How can I sit here and like bend to whoever's whim or go totally against it? And Mm. like, I don't know, you lose a piece of yourself in doing those things too. So totally, what we're talking about today is kind of recollecting all those pieces. Yeah. It's coming back to yourself. Um, Anyway, getting real sidetracked, have lots of feelings, but we do want to get on to homework. <laughs> yes. So I would say my main homework, I feel like I always have a little bit more of a blunt approach to things, as you guys have probably noticed from any homework that I kind of give out. <laughs> and this is going to work for some things, but not for everything, depending on, well, I mean, I guess it could kind of work for everything, but sometimes you don't need blunt. Sometimes you just need emotional support, okay? Mm. So take that for what it is. But 
in terms of speaking to like yoga, meditation, um, things that you want to feel into, not necessarily the emotional feeling into, things that you want to feel into, but you're not doing it. Mm. <laughs> um, and I feel like you need to sit down, and I talked about this in Creating Successful Habits, I believe, our habit episode. Mm. I talked about how you need to sit down and ask yourself, why not? Why am I not doing this thing? What's keeping me from this thing? And this even kind of, it's almost like a thing in and of itself for feeling it out. You're feeling it out so you can feel it out. Yeah. (laughs) So ask yourself, why not? Why can't I feel into this? Why? What is stopping me? What have I experienced that's keeping me? And that will kind of help you also decide if it's something that A, you're ready to feel into, you want to feel into, or you don't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel like that's a really good approach, but sometimes it does make you see things that maybe you're not ready to see. So totally, totally. Yeah. It's that, um, it's that curiosity, right? Like, I feel like the asking yourself why, like, it can go because the way you're talking about it is to get curious. And yes. I feel like for some people, it can so easily get judgmental instead of curious, yes. where it's like, Ugh, why am I feeling this? And it's like, no, 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 not that kind of why. Just like, huh, I wonder, you know, and that I think that's so crucial. And really, It's kind of like on that same line of resistances, which we so need to talk about sometime. I know. We always talk about talking, talk about talking about resistance. (laughs) I don't even know if it's on our list. It has to be somewhere on there. I don't know. We have like 80 things on there. It's hard to find, but I'm sure it's there. (laughs) Um, But that's such a good point. And just to see, you know, what's going on, because that's kind of what feeling into things that you're so right it's like feeling into it so you can feel into it (laughs) that's so true and i mean i think even journaling in general is a really good outlet that's Mm -hmm. something that i actually practiced more recently something i had never tried to do and it really did help i was angry (laughs) at someone for something and i was so like everything in me wanted to just like rage at this person and i was like you know what I can't control the situation, but I can control my reaction. Mm. And I took my journal to bed with me and I just felt that shit out. Yes. Because feeling isn't always going to be like happy and positive and loving. Sometimes you're mad and you need to just like burn some shit, not your house or anything that you love. But, you know, like, (laughs) you know, maybe like write some shit down and then burn it in a safe environment. Yes. (laughs) We're not talking about starting fires. Don't do that. Oh, no, no, no. But that's so true and it's like god i had a light bulb while you were talking i'm sorry it's slowly fading away it's not your fault this happens to me all the time (laughs) (laughs) um it'll come back to me it'll come back but anyway um that's all i really have in terms of homework i mean those are the things that i do that i think really have helped me oh my scattered brain remembered. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I was going to say is like, what you're breaking up is also a really good point because one distinction I feel like we should probably make is feeling into things is not the same as acting things out, right? Yes. Oh, yes. So like, yes. you can feel angry, but please don't go and like, act that out on someone you know because you're just projecting anyways even if you are quote unquote right in your eyes or whoever else's Mm -hmm. you're just projecting yeah and so really to me feeling into things is an internal process it's also a process of like getting to know yourself and learning to trust yourself but that doesn't mean so because it's an internal process to me a lot of it will remain internal, you know? Yeah. Um, externalizing things can go awry very quickly. So, yes. like, like with the anger situation, please, like, you don't need to externalize your anger. If you need an outlet, find a safe outlet. Get into martial yes. arts. Throw some socks at the wall. Something like that. 
right? If you need to burn something, maybe do that part when you're not angry. Right. Because that could be very dangerous. Exactly. Like, it's totally – all feelings have a purpose. And so it's totally cool to, like, feel into what you're feeling. But recognize that, number one, what you're feeling is not necessarily someone else's fault or responsibility. Now, there are times where it might be. Yes. But it's not always the case. A lot of the time, we just got so much internal layers of shit that it's, like, yes, coming out in a certain way. But it really has to do with us. It's got you feeling some type of way. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, like, yeah, you don't need to externalize that pain. It's okay to have pain and to sit with it and to feel it internally and to feel into it and see what comes up. It's also okay for you to be wrong or for someone else to be wrong. Who cares? It's fine. People make mistakes. Yeah. But there's no need to go and act out those feelings. There's no need to externalize it and put it on someone else. Yes. That, I would say, nine times out of ten, is going to hinder your process more than help it. She right, though. (laughs) Even in things that I have done, I see that in myself. Like Me too. And we make mistakes. Oh, yeah. I'm always that person, though, that I'm, I tell Hillary all the time, I'm so full of anger, I'm ready to heal. Like, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done being angry. Um, but no, I have definitely seen that, like, project outward and kind of backfire. In a, yeah. Usually it does. Usually it will backfire. Right? But, like, yeah, this is where it's a balance. <laughs> so. Yes. Well, and remember that the energy that you put out, you're going to get it back. So yes, totally. Try to put out, try to put out the the good shit. You know, get that weak yeah. shit out of here. Bring in that good shit. Absolutely. Remember, everything is perception. Everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a big piece of that too. Another thing that I wanted to bring up is like trust yourself or learn to trust yourself and it's okay if it takes time and it's okay if it's not always a hundred percent it's fine it's really all right you know and it's okay to get curious about things like i think there's a big distinction between i'm gonna trust myself a hundred percent of the time because i'm always right and like i'm gonna trust myself to the extent that i know myself Exactly. You know, go for the latter. No one is always 100% right. No one's perfect. It's fine. We even have an episode on perfectionism. You don't yes. have to be perfect. It's okay. Yes, we do. Uh. <laughs> but like, know that this whole process is an experiment and it yes. is very much a practice. This isn't yes. something that you're going to wake up tomorrow and be like, I am perfect at feeling into things. No. Yes. That's like a not. whole part of feeling into them is take your time and feel yes. them. Yes. <laughs> and let yourself feel the heights of joy and the depths of sadness, you know, because yes. there's both and it's okay. And they have beautiful. them for a reason. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we could even draw this into the tarot cards. Look at that wheel of fortune. Mm. It's always spinning. It doesn't stop. And it doesn't mean that you're unfortunate or going through a portion of disfortune. It's that it's always going to come back up on the other side, but it's also going to go back down. And that's okay. That's the cycle. Exactly. (laughs) And remember that growth is not a linear process. No, it's not. It really, it goes back and forth, it weaves around, it circles back to the beginning, it goes all the way to the end and then comes right back to where it started. My God, it's basically like goes a everywhere. Like yeah. five-year-olds know what's up. They're just showing you a preview of your life. Oh my God, you're so right. Oh, it's so true though. Like, we have a lot to learn from. Kids always know what's up. Oh. Kids, Kids and animals, man. I was just going to say those exact words. How do you do that, you witch? <laughs> <laughs> You're a witch, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, but I mean, really, though, I think that's those are the big parts, you know. Yes. And be gentle with yourselves. Always. It's, it's okay. Just go slow. Let what comes up come up. Know that it's not going to be easy, and that's okay. Yes. And listen to our podcast episode on self-care. Oh my gosh, yes. Because do (laughs) self-care. Like, please do (laughs) self-care. 
Also, gotta say, Hillary texted me this week and she was like, I'm sure you're doing whatever awesome self-care things you're doing and then like said something else. And I was just like, I love that when Hillary thinks about me, she knows that I'm practicing some form of self-care because I'm it's so true. big on that. It's so true. <laughs> and I'm, I'd like to think I'm pretty good at it. So. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. But like, uh, that's where we should all be working toward so that we're like, oh, yeah, it's the evening self-care time. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Or in the morning, you know, when you come up to the mat oh, yeah. and honor yourself. Or throughout the day. Literally any time and all of the times. Just do yes, self-care. Just do self-care. Yeah. <laughs> I actually feel like it's a mistake when you wait until the end of your day when you're, like, fucking tired. But that's a whole other thing. Go listen to that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's all we have for this episode. I think so. so. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in. We appreciate you all so much. Uh, please be sure if you have any questions, comments, concerns, we have an email listed down below. We also have our social media accounts that we are using to inspire you guys. A minimum of three days a week currently is what we're doing. Yes. Um, we put inspiring quotes up. We love continuing the conversation with you guys there. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm missing something here, Hillary. Hmm. I mean, we do have that thing here on Anchor where it's like, hey, you can talk to us, but like everybody doesn't use it. So it's fine. I think I'm going to stop talking about that. <laughs> I mean, I think that's mostly it. Um, I just want to say for myself, I, I hope that the audio is significantly better this time. Yes. I had some, let's just call them tef technical difficulties. They were so difficult. We were about to mix up that word. I was legit going to say tefical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should just call it now that's not what i meant but i was gonna say it so <laughs> definitely keeping that one definitely gonna keep that one so <laughs> I, can't. i'm sorry okay we're getting too funny um <laughs> so i'm really hoping that um I I brained it out and it's better now. Yes. yes. I think we I think it's going to be I think y'all are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, they're butter." Like they they sound like butter. That's, That's what we always hope. say or like velvet because we know how much Hillary loves velvet and how much I love God. velvet. Cannot even help it. Anyway, <laughs> so. way too drawn on. But, oh, also, that's the other thing I was forgetting. See, it came back to me. Um, <laughs> if you want to support this podcast, two things. Um, you can always support us on Anchor, which is our main hub. But obviously, no matter where you're listening, whatevs. Um, on Anchor, there is an option, though, to support our podcast if you can. We really appreciate that. Um, anything we receive gets poured back into the podcast. So always greatly appreciated. And please, please, please especially if you are listening on ios head over and give us a rating and uh you know let us know what you think because you can also leave comments about the podcast even if you love us or hate us we don't care we want to know so um anyways we love you guys so much we hope you have a wonderful rest of your monday and we will talk to you guys again next week yeah thanks guys and gals bye. and all those betwixt in between <laughs> and beyond yes yes <laughs> bye bye